It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast talking real estate around the UAE and available on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcast from. It's a Thursday morning today, the 21st of September. I hope your busy week is going well at your end. The weekend is going to be here soon enough. Which reminds me, coming up on Saturday, we have the Saturday morning property market update. Matthew Gregory is going to be here with his team, giving us a bit of a breakdown of the latest real estate news and information across the last seven days. Now, if you missed us talking about the Palm Jebel Alley with Mario, just go back one episode to hear the breakdown. It's all very exciting. Mario's excited. We're excited. In fact, everybody that has been waiting for Palm Jebel Ali to come along are going to be pretty happy with some of the, the news that he's breaking down. So just click back, just roll back to one episode. But first to today's Real Estate Breakfast podcast, we are catching up once again with Lillian. And I don't think we've ever said your surname. It is Lillian Le Campion. Good morning, Lillian. Mahaba, Craig, which actually is not French. It's Arabic for hello. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about that because you've been learning some Arabic and that that is very smart of you because it just depends on how fast you can learn. You learn at your own speed. Being an adult, it's, it's more difficult than being younger, but I think you'll probably end up picking this up. I really think that anybody going to any different foreign country, no matter whether they're going for a two-week holiday or to work for two years, should at the very least learn the basics of the country's language. I think it's a mark of respect to be able to answer the natives in their own tongue. Not saying that you have to be fluent, but if you're just learning the basics, hello, please, thank you, it goes such a big way in um, people really feeling like they want to welcome you to their country. So I'm trying my very best. I have to say uh, that Arabic is so difficult. The Foreign Service Institute actually has five categories of language. They've ranked on how hard they are to learn for a native English speaker. And in the fifth group, which is the hardest, there's only three languages. It's Cantonese, Mandarin, and of course, Arabic. So it's very difficult. Mm. And for those that are joining us and saying, hey, who's Lillian? We don't know who who Lillian is. Just bring you up to speed. Lillian first got in contact with us a few months ago now. And in fact, can you remember when you got in touch with us? I think it was in May, actually. Okay, so there you go. So May and Lillian had a question and it was for Mario and Mario answered the question and then we got talking to Lillian and then Lillian, of course, was telling us that she was doing this huge move to Dubai to become a real estate agent and here we are. We're on the the eve, aren't we? When are you actually leaving Australia and moving to Dubai? There's two weeks to go, so the countdown is on, and I'm very, very excited. Tell us a little bit about what's happened with your first-class Emirates flight. What's happening there? Oh, this is something that I have just been dreaming about at night when I go to sleep. So I'm an avid frequent flyer point collector, and I managed to get a first-class ticket with Emirates to fly across there. 
coming from Australia, it's a 14-hour flight from Sydney to Dubai. So I think if you're going to do first class once in your life, um, it should be for a long haul. I'm really excited about all the perks. Uh, if people don't know, you can have a shower on board. They've got heated floors. Uh, you get a Bulgarian amenity kit. Of course, the menu has an entire Dom Perignon list. All the food is a la carte. Uh, they've even got a movie snack menu so that you can order salted popcorn and sliders. They've got these magical pyjamas where the fabric is actually infused with shea butter and agrin oil and it gets released over the course of the flight so your skin doesn't get dehydrated. So I'm just really, really excited about this experience. Yeah, okay. Sounds pretty exciting. And of course, we were talking to Mario just a couple of days ago. I got him to tell the audience that you are going to work with Mario at Axe Capital. So tell us how that all came about. Yeah, well, um, honestly, it's thanks to you, Craig, for introducing us in the first place. And I've been listening to Mario for months and months uh, on your podcast. And as I've mentioned before, he's just such a powerhouse of information and knowledge. And he's got that 40 years of experience in real estate. And so I reached out to him and we've just been staying in contact, had a few chats and then, of course, let him know that I was coming across. When you're going across to Dubai as a new agent or even if you are an agent in your home country, you really have to make a very, very strategic decision about which agency you're going to align yourself with. So as I mentioned last time, there are about 14,000 brokers currently, but there are about 4,000 agencies I think as Mario has also said previously, not all agencies are created equal. And I'm part of these, you know, Facebook groups and Instagram groups called, you know, Dubai Real Estate Brokers. And I see every single day people are posting on there and saying, I'm coming across next week. Can I get a real estate job? And they don't have any experience. They haven't done any research. They don't even give any information about their professional background. And they get five or six replies, which really quite shocks me, from real estate agencies in Dubai that are saying, yeah, jump on board. Uh, We're happy to hire you. And I think that what happens is they get hired, they get thrown in the deep end on day one, which is not a good experience for either the broker nor the client. And I guess the reason that people might ask, why does this happen? It's because real estate is based on commission. So for most companies, there's really no risk. Uh, So they will quite literally hire anyone because it doesn't cost them anything. But if you actually look at it on a macro scale, the risk that they're taking is reputation. So a company like Axe, which absolutely prides themselves on their reputation, they want to make sure that every single client is getting a five-star experience all the way from this initial contact with the broker, all the way through to after they've bought a property, they give them help with visas, connecting electricity and everything like that. It's an ongoing relationship. And so someone like Axe, um, he had Richard Crossley on a couple of weeks ago and he was speaking about the guidance and the training that they provide. They have what's called Axe Academy where they train you for the first couple of weeks and then it's an ongoing throughout your career. So I think just for me to have mentors like Richard and Mario and Bed Thomas who are kind of the three together, I really am having this opportunity to learn from the very best, which I'm really excited about. 
you're right in terms of the numbers that these people on these Facebook group sites. Unfortunately, there are real estate companies, there are individuals out there that just go on the numbers. Yes, you can do that up to a point, but when you're getting so many bad people through and you realise, no, they're not going to be a, a good agent, there's some reputational damage at that point that has already been done. Ouch, that does hurt. Just on that note, so we've we've managed to place you into Dubai with Mario, and I think that you and Mario will get along really well. The other part that I'd like to announce today is a podcast series that we have decided to do with you, and this podcast series is going to be fantastic if you are listening at home thinking, I would like to be like Lillian. I've thought about changing careers, or I'm currently working as a real estate agent. Where do I go? You know, what's the landscape like? So the podcast series that we're going to be doing with Lillian is called The Diary of a Dubai Real Estate Agent. How exciting is this going to be, Lillian, finding out about your travels along the way? Oh, it's so exciting. I'm really, really ready to share with the world and the Dubai Property Podcast audience everything that's going on from the little things to the big new restaurants, exciting places that I go to, and of course, the real estate journey. And there's going to be a lot because your eyes are just going to be wide-eyed and taking everything in. Sometimes, you know, the diary is a really interesting thing because we don't use diaries. We may have used diaries when we were younger, but the old form of writing something down, this is going to be an audio track of just how you are engaging with the market, how you're finding it culturally from a real estate agent's point of view, everything. And I think it'll be interesting for you, Lillian, because you'll be able to look back 10 years and go, gee, wow, that's me 10 years ago. I think so. It's going to be a really good track to see how I've gone over the time. And it's funny that you say that this isn't a written down journey. I personally don't keep a diary myself, but in moving country, you would probably laugh if you saw my list of uh, things that I've organized to do for the last few months, everything from a removal list to the items of furniture that I need to sell. So I think writing down things does help. Now, what has been happening just with regard to your move? For the person thinking about moving, this will be quite good, particularly out of Australia. Some of the some of the costs, the contingency aspect. Yeah, I think this is something very important. And Mario touched on it last week about the cost of living. And I think it was Matthew Gregory who also spoke about people who come to Dubai and expect to get a job straight away and are living out of hotels. And whilst, of course, this is very possible and each person has a different financial situation, um, I wanted to share with the listeners my own personal expenses so that people can get a gauge of how much money they do need to move country. So, of course, I'm coming from Australia, which is a lot further away from people coming from Europe, for example. But just as a bit of a gauge, I've spent 35,000 dirham. That's just for the international removalist. So, that's to move the contents of a three-bedroom house across to Dubai. takes approximately 8 to 12 weeks, and that's including insurance. And then on top of that, the entry permit and the visa has cost me about 2,000 dirham. I'm using a visa specialist, which is really, really useful when you don't really know the laws of the country that you're going into. 
And there's also fees to change this entry permit status into a visa when you land. Uh, you have to get a medical certificate, which costs a couple of hundred dirham. And then obviously the flight really depends on where you're coming from, but I paid approximately 3,000 dirhams for my first class flight, but that's using Qantas boat. And then after you land, the cost of living, you have to have health insurance as part of the visa laws. And if that doesn't come with your job, then you're looking at about 6,000 dirhams a year. Obviously, everybody needs a mobile phone. That's about 350 dirhams per month. Specifically for real estate, I need my own laptop. So you want to have a laptop that, you know, is working well and that has the capabilities to be able to sit down in front of a client and not run out of battery and be able to load things fast. And then, of course, there's rent and bills, there's food and going out. We, we need to buy a car. So um, we're really lucky at Axe. They have a fleet of uh, Mercedes, which are for clients when they need to go in between listings. However, as a real estate agent, you do need your own car to get around. So I'm currently looking just at a secondhand four-wheel drive. That's approximately 65,000 dirham. And then if you fast forward a few months, I did some really interesting calculations. So on average, it takes a new broker about three months to make their first sale. So anyone who's going in and thinking that they're going to be selling a property within their first week might just be dreaming slightly or just overambitious. So timing wise, say you were starting out now as I am and you would like to ideally make your first sale before Christmas. If we work back from the 21st, 25th of December, if you assume a 30 to 45 day settlement, whether you're getting a mortgage or whether the seller has cash, this is a worst case scenario. And that means that you need to have the offer accepted for this property that you're trying to sell and the MOU signed by the 10th of November this year. So we're still going backwards. If you're listing, it could take anywhere from one week to four weeks in order for that listing to be taken up. So what that really means is that if you would like to make that sale before Christmas, you need to list that property in the next two weeks. And if not, your next sale is coming next year. So I guess I'm just trying to um, give a sense of reality and that it's not that easy as just landing. And so you need to be able to support yourself for at least kind of three months when you land. Well, enjoy your flight, which is coming up, and the the oily PJs. No, not the oily (laughs) PJs, the buttery PJs. What a concept. How long has that been out? We'll have to dig into that with Emirates and find out what the story is. But enjoy your flight, your first class flight, and I'm sure that Mario will be looking forward to getting you into the, the office on the first day, going through that orientation. I mean, that's something that we're going to be able to talk about next time. Yes, I'm very excited uh, and shukran for having me on Craig, which means thank you in Arabic. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, the diary of a Dubai real estate agent with Lillian is going to be coming at you this time once she's on the other side and we'll get that first episode recorded up. All right, thanks again. Thanks, Craig. See you later. Each week, we bring you in-depth real estate discussions, including inspiring stories from homeowners, knowledgeable real estate professionals and economists. Whether you're a buyer, seller, or just a real estate enthusiast, we are your ultimate property podcast. The skyline is constantly changing, growing, and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate. 